0: Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Good evening and welcome to Wealth Within Live, the Australian stock market show where you get to ask the questions and we give you the answers about all things investing and trading. Tonight I'm going to share with you just how you can increase your trading profits by 30% or more. It's the third Tuesday in the month and that means we're going to take a look at the major world stock markets. We'll also analyse your stocks, answer your questions and a whole lot more. Hello and welcome, I'm Dale Gillen, Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within and we're Australia's most trusted stock market educators. Now, it's interesting reading the YouTube and Facebook comments. I do that quite regularly, obviously. And some of you'll know that I actually do answer your comments. So I'm pretty quick on them, hopefully. Um, But it really is a flashback for me with all of those years back when I was one of the experts on Sky Channel. I mean, I was on Sky Channel, geez, for five or six years, very, very regularly. And so was Janine. And and more significantly or specifically... The questions that we would get asked on Sky Channel and what people's perceptions were on the market, their perceptions on trading, their perceptions on investing. Now you'd think that uh, things would evolve with people with YouTube because when I started on Sky Channel, I think YouTube was maybe one or two years old uh, when I first got onto Sky Channel taking questions helping people with the investing and, in, and trading and general chit chat about things you know sometimes maybe it might be a stock or they want me to look at something etc uh, etc et and what was going on was people would get into these these myths and we're still getting those same myths coming up in the chat boxes in the questions that i'm getting today and it's, it seems that we don't actually learn um even though a lot of people there's a lot a lot of access to a lot more information we're finding that people still aren't getting the right information but i am getting a lot of feedback from everybody i've got about three or four emails to go through tonight and i'm getting feedback that people now are by listening and watching the show getting some really good solid information that's really helping them but uh, we also get runs on stocks or people running or following the herd like i like to call it it's like being sheep or lambs to the slaughtering. Uh, You get questions about the same stocks over and over and over again from multiple people and week on week on week on week the same stocks. We've seen that on this show with um, Afterpay, A2 Milk, Z1P uh, and some of the others and uh, it is quite interesting how people with the least amount of knowledge are following everybody else into the same stocks and generally at the wrong time but we'll actually get into all of that. But first up tonight we're going to take a look at the major world markets like I said before and what they've been doing and what I think they might be doing in the coming month. Now, like last week, I've recorded my thoughts um, a little bit earlier today just so I can get into that chat and uh, see what questions you're asking and looking at the stocks that uh, you're wanting me to look at tonight So uh, and so I can get ready to show you or share with you my thoughts on the stocks that you're bringing up. So let's get to the video now, and I'll see you in a few minutes. I love the third week of the month because we do get into these uh, the world indices now whilst Australia is technically an island when it comes to global stock markets we are aligned a little bit and obviously we do have movements around that the market our market will move up and down sometimes in alignment with other markets and other times in out of alignment with other markets but it does give us some indication of what we can actually expect and where money's flowing around the world because uh, as everybody knows we become more and more of a global economy okay what we've got on the screen here is the returns for the current calendar month on all the these indices around the world now it's from the 1st of july so it's got uh, right up to the 15th of july in here 16th of july sorry um, i forgot today's the 16th um, we've got the nasdaq 100 up 3.86 followed by the composite nasdaq composite up 3.15 and the dow owns 2.85 so they're doing okay at the moment it's pretty nice for halfway through the month they're doing quite well uh then we've got brazil and obviously ireland but this here's the s p up 2.47 a little bit slower than what the dow is obviously there's been some good stocks on the dow uh, moving out now the top 20 the top 30 or sorry the 30 stocks in the dow aren't the same as the top 30 stocks in the S&P 500 although there is a lot of similarities but they are different here's the Nikkei from the, the best Asian market so far 1.93 uh, percent New Zealand's doing really well at 1.58 and Tokyo up 1.5 um, and the FTSE down here at 1.43 so we will look at all that here's the All that Ordinaries index for this month only up 0.7 of a point um, with the ASX 200 at 0.52 and the Hang Sen a bit slow again down at 0.4 um, so these are all your major world markets and as you can see here there's no major other than the Shanghai Composite, the, SSI, um, the SSCI Composite Index up uh, one or down 1.23 in the DAX just in the negative territory there. But let's have a quick look at some of the charts. Now this is the DAX, it's a monthly chart of the DAX going back to about 1981, as you can see there. Now, if I put on some price analysis, you'll see I've just used some ranges here and there's a real good reason why the DAX has found some resistance up around this 13 odd thousand or nearly 14,000 points through here and it's pulled back. But um, it has pulled back a nice reasonable sort of period here to this 10,744, but I do think the DAX has got some more to run, and I think we're going to see it move up to somewhere around about this 15,283, and it could possibly get right up to that 17,785 in this next move up. Currently, we've seen one, two, three, four, five, six, bit of nearly seven months up, just like the Australian market, but I think we need maybe need to have one or two months down before moving back up again but more longer term i think it is quite bullish and i do like the market here's your dow jones and if you want a really good dow jones report then look at my us stock market report that i do every tuesday it's released earlier today or earlier on the tuesday when i do look at the dow and as we can see here the Dow's looking beautiful here it's it's closing right up nice and high breaking through this former all-time high which was set back in October but right now there's strong close above here so far on the monthly chart and if we go down to the weekly chart you'll see here a little bit flat this week so far but it wouldn't take much for it to move now this week there's going to be some volatility as I mentioned in my US report simply because we're in the earning seasons and earning seasons if you get a bit of um, um, unexpected news coming out or earnings reports coming out Uh, that were unexpected then you're going to see the market get a bit of volatility so it wouldn't surprise me if it moves up and comes back down a little bit Um, but right now it does look quite strong FTSE is also really really interesting at this point in time again not quite as strong as the Dow and, and some of the other markets but we still have one two three four up one two down and moving up so I'd expect three or four months moving up with the FTSE and I do think I would expect it over the next few months to break that high there of 7903. Now not all markets will work together and this is an interesting thing I think the Dow and the Aussie market will fall down into a low at different times I think the Dow is going to keep rising well, our market falls into its low in September, October, maybe uh, September, uh, yeah, September, August, September, October in that sort of bracket where I think the Dow is going to be rising possibly right up through to October and then come down. So we'll get out of sync and, uh, and other world markets do the same. The FTSE is out of sync with some of those other markets we have just looked at. Here's the Hang Seng and this is other, another really good market to look at. Again, it's one, two, three, four, five, six months up. Um, had its low down in October 2018, moved up, came back down for the last two months and again a little bit of indecision so far this month but if we start seeing a move up, a stronger move up then this high will be broken. Back here this high of, if I can get my pointer to stick, 30,280. I do think it's got more legs and if that gets broken then I would say uh, in the next 12 months then 33,484 points that would actually get broken as well because that is the all time high on this market. But uh, it just needs to get a little bit more legs going at this point in time. But I think it's got some support there for the rise and it will do very, very well. Just looking at the Shanghai composite, look at the Chinese market, it's not looking as bullish. We can see a bit more of a bearish move. in. if I just expand that out, you can see here. It's not really, really bullish here. Now, I probably would expect it to close that gap with that bar, this big gap here, but it didn't quite close it, suggesting it's weak and so it's likely to move further down so at this point in time not that exciting on the shanghai composite but then again obviously you've got the u.s china trade wars here so if that gets settled we may see that start to take off because it looks like there's reasonable support across here and lastly we're going to talk about the, the straight times index out of singapore a lot of little movement a sideways movement across here you can see a lot of resistance across around there around that three four to three five sort of level there so be interesting at this point in time the all-time high is back here in october 2007 so it really has held back um, like the australian market and i think this is looking nice one two three four five six bars up two bars down i think this is going to start to take off and it will break through that three six four one level in the not too distant future so it does look good this it really does it to my mind and at once it breaks through this sort of resistance level it will like snapping that rubber band and, and letting it go or releasing the boat anchor from there but uh, that's it for me for the world market so everything's looking really really good at this point in time as i said some of them are going to be a little bit out of sync in terms of how they when they're fighting their highs and their lows but right now the asian markets are going to be looking uh, looking a little bit more bullish US I think is going to be bullish for the next couple of months then come down into a low whereas I think the Australian market searching for a high and then moving into its low but let's get back to the show. Welcome back I hope you enjoyed my take on the world markets I actually love getting into the world markets as I said on, on my recording it's, uh, it's really good we do that once a month um, always anyway so we're quite happy to give you guys our high level view Janine and I always go through The world markets on a regular basis we always go through all the indices the sectors uh, and just really see where money flow is going and and really what's what's causing things to move and uh, i think that's what i said last week there's always a cause and effect to things. something causes a stock price to move or a market to move so let's look at that and see where that money's flowing and uh, it's always good to take a look at world markets and as i said i think our market and the dow are going to be out of sync for a little bit um we we'll, are going up or down while they're going up the opposite way so but i think so we have a look at some of the comments on the chat from i think there's a few new people so welcome to anybody that's new it's your first time on the live show uh, thanks very much for joining us i hope you really enjoy the show and remember to post your comments down there we get a ton of those at the moment but i'll just put my glasses on so i can read it yeah it's my birthday on the weekend um and i was expecting all these bottles of bourbon but nobody sent any for me Um, but that's okay but i am using my glasses because i do need to to actually use them Um, greg's talking about costa group we'll get to that shortly Um, greg should i sell at a loss can you type down what you bought it for greg that might help me a little bit um it's me baldy first time made it to the live show well welcome as i said to the live show um i was just about to go to bed. Um, but I can sleep when I'm dead, yeah, that's great, good song, I love that song, actually, um, Francis, first time for you, well done, um, yeah, we'll get to Lend-Lease for you, um, moving through, um, Alan's on board, thank you very much, Flight Centre, we'll get to that, um, it's me, Boldy B, get ready for the D train, well, the D train has left the station, and uh, we're going to truck along tonight, so, um yep some good different comments but let's go and get to some of those first few comments so i want to read out a couple here from um uh, my emails now the first one i want to actually get to is from dale thomason and uh, dale says hi afternoon it's a nice name isn't it dale um dale says could you please share your thoughts on svw or seven group holdings i'm interested in buying this year but looking at it it looks to be flat flatlining and i'm not sure it will be going up or down now, i'm not sure why you're interested in buying it if it's flatlining but let's go and have a look at it we'll bring it up on the screen svw let's have a look here so here is seven group holdings uh, as normal on the left hand side of the screen you're seeing a monthly chart on the right hand side of the screen it is a weekly chart now it's just doing through a consolidation phase right through here so this part here is really a consolidation and as i was saying a few weeks back what we see is happen is stocks move up in a move and then they consolidate in a uh, in in a equilibrium period and then they break out of that or they either break out upwards or they break downwards depending on whether it's bull or bear market um from that point of view but right now this thing it's down a little bit at this moment obviously this current bar is a weekly bar it's got two days data in it so we're seeing mondays tuesday data in it so it does look a little bit bearish at this point in time but all i would do is just grab my vertical lines on here uh, sorry my horizontal lines where's my horizontal lines i've lost them yeah, there we go it's hidden here because nope it's not here let me get my trend line i'll just use that a trend line across click on it dale i'm having a bit of fun tonight with that janine it's always fun isn't it um i always say i don't get interrupted too much if janine's not on board but basically you're seeing this sideways pattern here and you can see here how it's sort of sitting between these two lines this is always a dangerous area for people to take trades because you never know how far it's going to go when it's going to break out and too many people jump in too early i need to get caught in that sideways pattern so right now as long as it's holding up but interestingly it's it's got a high there in 1994 1996 and then 1988 so that's the highest point so we've got peak higher peak lower peak lower peak trough lower trough higher trough lower trough so it's mixture here if it starts to turn around, then I think it would be quite nice. But right now, I think it's starting to lean to be a little bit more bearish. So not something I'm sure of at the moment. But I think you should stay out. There's better stocks than this at the at this point in time. The next one I've got is from Sean East, and Sean says, "Hi, Dar, love the show. Been a long-term holder of Wes, and purchased more at $31.10 this year. Do you think it will test its last high?" and continue higher High. i also purchased jbh at 21 dollars a while ago i know somebody else wanted uh, jbh as well i think it was jack um, as well what are your thoughts on this stock regarding price direction thanks sean east so let's go into wes which is the next one here right now that looks bullish to me it does really look bullish to me Uh, he said he bought it again at 31 10 i'm not sure sort of why you bought it at 31 10 but it does look fine to me it looks like it's going up uh, quite bullish here Uh, looking at that it's it's at its all-time high as you can see here so to me right now looking at this it will break through this all-time high of 38.80 and and continue to move up but again it's always about having an exit strategy how far is it likely to go because you can see how, how well it's moved beautifully up here but it's been moving up since that low down in december 2008 so eventually it's going to have a major pullback but right right now it does look bullish so uh thanks for that question uh, sean last email question i got was from sally and she actually asked a really good question she says i've been loving the show thanks very much um videos and course obviously you must be doing one of our courses i'm not sure which one i'm not familiar with your name but thank you very much hope you're enjoying it um but was wondering when applying the method for selling high or when a stop loss triggered and you sell where in this current climate of low interest rates do you keep your cash until your next investments Ah uh, many thanks so i just keep it at a call i always do whether it's a cash management account or just uh, a normal bank account that's getting whatever interest because the interest is really irrelevant to me sally and, and i think that's And that may sound a little bit strange, but the interest really is irrelevant to me because too many people tend to try and go for higher interest rates and lock themselves out into like a one or two month term deposit to try and get an extra one or two percent. And by the time it comes up, they've missed some trades and they've missed five or six percent. Um, or four, five, six percent on a stock. So just keep it in a cash management account, that's all I do, um, or in a bank account, um, and then the fines and trades. So when your portfolio's, you've got a medium-term portfolio, you'll probably be fully invested around about 80% of the time Um, fully invested you might only be about 20 percent of the time 80 percent of the time you'll have stocks or money in the bank to buy extra positions so um, in a bull market you might be in a really strong bull market like we had prior to 2007 you'd be 100 percent invested for longer periods of time in a bear market uh, you might only be 30 or 40 percent invested for most of the time so it swings and roundabouts but you always need to have cash ready to go into the market as a trader so just use a cash management management i can't say that properly a cash management account um, and you'll be fine for that anyway so let's look at a couple of stocks that uh, you've asked me for so i'll go back up to here so we've got costa group um did greg actually type down here down the bottom I have got a flick there's so many comments guys did greg tell me greg five dollars twenty six thanks matey um i'll have a look at it five twenty six so you bought it up somewhere in around about here now uh, if you'd watch my recordings um or previous um recordings or shows and i talked a bit about costa i I, t- I said it wasn't a stock to own anyway so i'm not sure why you bought it in around 526 but right now why would you be exiting at this point in time it's going up one two three four five and so far this week it's going up so let's put on here i'll put my 526 so where's 526 uh let's here So if you look at this you're down 32.49% at one stage or pretty close to it and let's put it on here again and now you're down around about 19% so you're catching up now what the point I'm saying at the moment is normally if somebody transferred this stock into our managed account service and we do get stocks like this transferred in that people have stocks that they've lost they've been holding for years. Um, and some of them in major loss positions. What Janine and I do is generally we manage them out. And while it's moving up, we stay with that stock, and that's the important thing. Is you don't know if it starts to fall away, then you'd look at exiting. So you have a, an exit strategy on it. But while it's floating up, you're going to be pulling back some of your money um, because at the end of the day is you don't can't compound uh, without being rich, You don't compound a poor decision because you got into a stock that you shouldn't have by making another poor decision decision by getting out of a stock that's rising. And hopefully it will rise back up into this sort of area. Um, and when it does, I still wouldn't exit if it got back to my buy price. I would only exit when it tells me that it is is going to start to turn around and start to fall away. So right now stay with it. It does look all right for my, my mind at this point in time. Let me have a look at another one here. So that one was um let me go back up here. I've got to work this um, chat for them don't i um where are, i've lost my point um jbh we were going to have a look at that so where was jbh i've got it here somewhere no there it is jbh so let's look at jbh jbh i actually like it it was one of the good stocks last week it had a beautiful run last week breaking through that previous all-time uh, not previous all-time my uh, previous high 28.65 and beautifully moving up and obviously the last two days of this week it's moving up strongly but if you look at jbh That's looking very, very nice. Now, this stock, strangely enough, this is one of the most shorted stocks on the All Orders Index constantly when you look at the percentage short sold. And I won't explain that for for most of you, probably wouldn't. uh, It's not necessary for you to understand that. But it is generally uh, constantly on the the highest level of short sold stocks. But you see this big move down. And uh, if I put my little tool on here, you can see how far it did move down through into this low here, 34, 35% into December and now look at it one two three four five six months up so I think this is going beautiful I think we're going to have some nice run I would expect one or two months down over the next one or two or three months so I would expect at least one month down in the next one to three months uh, and then to move up but then I would suggest it would move through into Christmas and it would break through that previous all-time high so I really do like this stock so uh, but really really good stock for you to uh, bring up at this point in time Um, Where's the next one that I've got? We've done Costa, we've done JBH. Um, Len lease is the next one that one's from Francis Grobler. he said can you have a look at Len lease trying to learn about buy signals reading your second book now after finishing the first one thank you uh, for buying both of my books that's fantastic so Len lease is let me guess there's Len lease I actually do like Len lease it's a great stock to trade it's a really good trading stock now somebody did ask me a question about Len lease a little bit earlier I think it was from my Monday stock report about low interest rate environment uh, and whether this would be a good stock in the low interest rate environment and to me it's great people as long as people are borrowing money it's fine but lend is in property etc and it's doing very very well right now it's had this huge move down into this low in january and it's been one two three four five six months up i think right now it's moving up quite nicely Uh, i think it is more bullish at this point in time if we look at that there's plenty of room for these previous all-time highs way back there over 10 years ago so and it struggled to get through it but it does look nice when it does move down let me put a one of my little tools on it and we'll stick that here and you can see here it's fallen down to one of my the support level here i think it's looking good i really do i think it's a nice little stock at this point in time. not a nice little stock um very nice stock um but i think it's a nice stock to put into your portfolio and have a really really good look at it let me have a quick look at the weekly chart. Would I buy it right now? No, I'd be sitting back. We've had one, two, three, four weeks up. What I'd probably like to see is it move up and move down a little bit. And if I use my little trend arrow, is my trend arrow here. There it is. So what I'd be looking at is just a move, bit of move up and a little bit of a move down and then it up on the way back so i'd like to see a little bit of a test of this low, and then starting to move up and then i'd buy into it because you've got a bit of resistance around this 14 sort of 30 14 40 area and i want to see it go through that because if it does through that get through that then there's a lot of blue sky if we look at here um, from that high there to where roughly where it is it's 33 percent so you don't have to jump in too early and that's a real sin that a lot of people do is they jump in way way too early on stocks um only for them to keep falling away and one of our comments later on tonight um tonight you'll actually hear that from somebody who was talking a little bit about that so but um as i said but i'll look at the chat more in a little bit but um we have another question from what we got ryan sattler um he's sent that through a little bit earlier he said can you talk about elixinol i think that's how you say elixinol global limited so let's bring up that chart so that's exl so i'll put my glasses back on again here right now this stock's bearish and that's really what i can see is elixinol global so you can see here how it's fallen down into june there um 2.1 million shares it's not too bad in the liquidity stakes Um, We've got a lower peak, lower peak, lower trough, a trough, lower trough, lower trough again. Right now, it looks like it's got further to fall. Um, Right there, that's what I'm seeing at this point in time. I think you're looking at roughly, um, if I do here, you'd probably be looking at somewhere. uh, If it breaks through this 3 sort of 58 level, it's going to head probably down to about this $2.40 level. But right now, as I said, I think it's more bearish than bullish um, from that point of view. Um, you, didn't, you don't say whether you own it or you don't own it, So, but uh, right now I wouldn't be entering into this stock. That's been my um, take on this stock at this point in time. Um, we also have a question from Dale Thomason who says, Evening Dale, um, I know you reviewed Coles or COL a couple of weeks ago, but I would like an update to this stock. I've bought in at $13.79, probably not on the best logic. Um, there is a slight pattern, I think of this stock going up for over over, going up over several weeks then down for a couple of weeks that's just normal market movements Um, so i think this is only going up at this stage as stated before not the best logic comparing it to woolworths uh, which is now floating in and around 30 dollar area your thoughts cheers and keep up the good informative tuesday night so i will keep up the good and informative tuesday night so let's have a look at um, uh, your stock here now where is it let me have a look um Coles Coles I forgot where it is now where's Coles there it is and we'll have a look at Coles Coles as I said it split off from uh, over here back in November last year right now it's looking bullish simple it is simple and I'm not sure why you got in as you said you probably had a little bit of flawed logic but right now this stock looks bullish to me it looks like it's going to continue to be bullish um, being freed on its own, it can do what it likes, uh, so to speak, if that makes sense. And sometimes when you see companies split off like Coles did, uh, it will take off. But right now it does look bullish. That's it, we've got one, two, three, four, five weeks up. So what this does, I'm not sure how you get a pattern and you're talking about a few weeks up and then a few weeks down, that's normal. When you're looking at stocks, you will see the stocks will rise for you know two to five weeks and fall for one to two weeks they'll go up for two to five weeks fall for one to two weeks Uh, and in the bear market it's exactly the opposite they go from low to high to low from low to high to low that's what stocks do they don't just go up for 50 weeks in a row and then come down 50 weeks in a row that's not how they work they do move up and then they float down then they move up and float down so Um, but it need a lot more solid analysis than that which is I'm sure you fully understand uh, that you do need uh, that more uh, more knowledge about getting in and getting out so let's have a quick look um, at Woolworths too because obviously that's the other one that you had a quick uh, mention of again another bullish stock look at that beautiful moving up beautiful trending up here's its previous all-time high back there in April 2014 if we look over there you can see that big pattern there um, looking at April 2014 I think it's still going up I think it looks good we've got one two three four five weeks up I've had one week down so far this could be it and if it moves up and still closes higher by the end of the week uh, then it will break through that $34.84 Um, very very soon and continue on its merry 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 way but it does look really really good at this point in time so two good stocks there so well done and keep up that uh, good um, I won't say keep up your good guessing but I'd suggest you get better rules um, about buying and selling now I got an email yesterday from Yusuf let me get my glasses off so hard to read the teleprompter and look at the charts with uh, with my glasses on or off i can't do both at the same time but uh i got an email yeah as i said from yusuf and i thought it was really worth sharing with you tonight and yusuf wrote i started watching your tuesday show since march 2019 so he's pretty much watched every show because i started them on the first month tuesday in march i believe now before that i was a staunch bottom picker of stocks now my views were entrenched in my mind, although I was generally losing money. Watching your show, I learned and understood the perils of bottom picking. This has helped me to avoid losses, especially for AMP. I was tempted to bottom pick AMP since its fall in October 2018. It was only by watching your show that practical sense prevailed, um, or prevailed on me, and today AMP dropped to $1.80. I was glad that had not done bottom picking and wish to thank you regards Yusuf so that's really nice let's have a quick look at AMP now this is the next stock on the chart and you can see exactly what Yusuf is actually talking about so it closed here at $2.15 Friday last Friday and then uh, on Monday it uh, gapped right down and opened at $2 so a huge big move down and if I put my little um, tool on it you can see the big move down to where it opened That was over six nearly seven percent, and today it's down seventeen point two one percent. So massive, massive move. Again, this is real, real prime example of why you don't try and catch falling knives and why we can constantly say always buying confirmation, not speculation. And people do they think they say to me, oh sorry, when I ask people why did you buy the stock, quite often I, I get the response I thought it was cheap um and if you'd bought this stock at 220 is it still cheap today when it's sitting down at closing at a dollar 78 and the answer is no it's not and really that's what we talk about is not trying to bottom pick and what we're saying here is don't try and pick the very very bottom of any move because you'll get it wrong most of the time what janine and i do is we try and take the major the safe part of the trend so we always confirm a stock is moving up before we buy it and we always confirm it's moving down before we sell and some people go well if you can wait for it to start falling away before you sell it you're going to lose some of your profit now how i look at this is when my money's in a trade so when my money's in the market there's only two things that i can do one is i can stay in or get out that's it i can't do anything else because i don't control the market i only control the decision to stay in or have the decision to stay out that's all i can do so I treat the money on the market when I've got a trade on the market. It's not my money then, because until it hits my bank account, it doesn't become my money again. So I treat it with that sort of respect. And whilst the money is on the marketplace, I let it run. Um, but I don't treat what profit is, mo- is there in terms of the difference between my buy price and the current price. I don't treat that as my money until it's in my bank account. So therefore, I'm quite happy for that to drift off the top, to come down a little bit, to confirm it's falling away. Before I exit, because I'll get the exits right most times. And not all the time, nobody gets 100% right, but it is that thing you don't bottom pick because you'll get it wrong most of the time. So trying to pick the very bottom or the very top, you'll get it wrong most of the time. And um, I would suggest Yusuf, he's now trading better, obviously. He's made, obviously, he saved himself money. And I would suggest that people do that have been doing what Yusuf was doing, uh, he's no longer doing it anymore. Um, You don't understand the real cost to you in terms of lost profits, lost capital and lost time because that now gets us into our topic for tonight's show. As I mentioned earlier, it's how how can you increase your trading profits by 30% or more? Now, I could have tackled this subject in several ways. In fact, I've got a hundred different ways I reckon I could tackle this um, scenario of helping you get 30% more on your profits from your trading. For example, I know from experience that the majority of you watching this channel tonight are not using a stop loss. And I know that for a fact. Um, I don't know how many times I've done presentations and said, who uses a stop loss? And 90% of people in the room put their hand down. Or don't put the hand up sorry so i know most of you aren't using a stop loss or a solid exit strategy and if you are using a stop loss which may be basically one in ten which i was mentioning there a second ago you're not setting your stop loss correctly that is unless you're one of our diploma students or our, our students if you are then you'll be setting it correctly but if you're not setting it correctly this will cause you to exit at the wrong time Now, understanding how to set stop losses properly will seriously increase your returns by 30%. Just that alone, if you understand how to exit and set stop losses properly, your returns will increase by 30%. And it's a no-brainer for me to anyone wanting to enhance their trading returns just to set a stop loss. And if all I can do is teach you to set stop losses and get you to do that regularly, you will make more money. There is zero doubt in my mind, and you'll be thanking me and buying me beers when you see me in the pub. Also the majority of those um, investing or trading do so with very little or limited knowledge and so either enter too early or too late or they exit too early or exit too late and this costs them dearly in lost capital, lost profit and lost time which most people don't factor in. They don't factor in the lost time, they don't factor in the lost profit that they could have achieved if they weren't in a trade going down now fixing any of these areas will increase your returns by 30 percent let alone fixing them all Um, whilst undertaking our diploma course we will fix all of those areas and get you trading consistently and profitably now tonight i wanted to tackle this subject from a slightly different point of view that most of you may not have ever even thought of Now I'm assuming since you're watching this show that you are keen to learn how to increase your trading profits, so you make more money in the stock market and do so by using simple profitable trading strategies. So let's get into showing you how to do just that. Now let's face it, most of us don't like paying tax, so much so that many investors often lose thousands of dollars because they are told by professionals to hold onto a stock that is falling in value rather than sell and pay capital gains tax. Now, some of you who went through the GFC will know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know how many people came to me and said, my financial planner, my accountant told me not sell because I'll pay tax. Well, that's great when your stocks fall in 70, 80, 90%. You haven't paid tax, but you've lost a lot of money. And I remember sitting or standing in a room presenting to some senior accountants for, who've had 20, 30 years experience and I was doing that for CPA Australia. Um, in 2008 and I said to them I said "Uh, would you like me to give tax advice and they all said no and I said well don't give people investment advice and I said all of you in this room would have told people not to sell because of capital gains tax during the GFC and all of you have decimated your clients portfolios by giving them that advice if you're not an investment expert then don't give investment advice and I won't give tax advice and you could have heard a pin drop in the room and this is really what happens is you need to make sure that uh, if, if, if you have a stock that's falling away, you do need to exit that stock. And paying tax is okay. In fact, I would rather pay the tax man a million dollars uh, because I know I've made two, three, four million dollars. So I've made more money. I'd rather give him a bunch of flowers as well and a bottle of champagne saying, thanks very much. I paid some tax because I've made more money. Now, indeed, it's widely publicised that we should minimise the capital tax impact on our investments. That's what, your tax, that's what your tax advisor is there to do. They set you up in structures and whatever you need to do to minimise tax, but you should never make an investment decision based on tax. Rule number one, never ever invest for tax reasons um, because it's fraught with danger. However, however, I propose that this costs you a lot of money and lost opportunity which is why i consider this a myth so let me explain so paying capital gains tax is great but not paying it leads you to poor returns because if a stock turns and moves into a downtrend falling over the medium to longer term it will fall anywhere between three months and three years and it's normal for stocks in a downtrend to fall 30 percent in price over that time so when a stock falls 30 percent in price this means it needs to rise 43 percent just for you to break even on your investment again if it falls 50 percent you need to double your money or the remaining capital to break even so the more you lose the more you have to make to break even again now in the meantime you've not only lost money because you haven't sold but also valuable time compounding the returns on your trading portfolio now if it takes six months to fall 30 percent and 18 months to rise back up 43 percent then you've held that losing position for two years with no gain except for receiving a dividend. But again, I hear you say that you'll have to pay capital gains tax if you sell. Well, great, as this means you're making a profit and that's the whole idea of investing. Now, some of you will tell me that I haven't lost because I haven't sold. That's another myth. If you believe that, then that is costing you severely in your portfolio returns. And I strongly recommend you get that out of your head because that one myth will keep you broke. Now, in Australia, the amount of capital gains tax you pay on your trades will vary depending on how long you've held the assets, remember, but you can hold them for over 12 months and you get a 50% reduction. But irrespective of this, it just makes sense to sell an investment you've made a profit on and pay the tax. In exiting, you are using your risk management trading strategies that are designed to protect your capital, and in doing so, dramatically increase your ability to make more profits. Exiting is far more preferable than holding onto an asset that is falling in value, as holding will compound your trading losses and result in poor portfolio returns. Because remember, you're not only losing capital, but you're losing time. And that time is the ability to compound and get into stocks that are going up. Now, can I ask you, would you rather own stocks going up in value or going down in value? And I know the answer. You always want to go into stocks that are going up rather than down. So let's just get rid of the ones going down now the amount of capital gains tax you will pay could be and often is much less than the amount you might lose as the stock stock falls in price so let's take a look at uh, when to withdraw your trading profits now let's assume you invest hundred thousand dollars in 10 different stocks with ten thousand dollars invested in each stock now six months into the investment one of the stocks after rising 12 percent turns and starts to fall in price if you decide to exit the stock you will be required to pay capital gains tax on the shares you hold because the tax is triggered by the disposal of the asset now given you held the asset for less than 12 months you'll be required to pay tax on the total value of the capital gain which in this case is twelve hundred dollars which is ten thousand dollars times twelve percent if you pay thirty two and a half cents in the dollar tax you'll be required to hand over to the taxman three hundred ninety dollars to the tax office However, if you decide to hold onto the stock and it falls 30% in value, your position will have lost $3,360 or $2,160 on your original investment. Can you see how devastating it can be by holding stocks falling away? so as you can see by applying a simple money management trading strategy such as a stop loss or trailing exit strategy means you have not only minimized your losses but increased the opportunity to compound your trading profits you can't compound your returns if you sit in assets that are falling away now again i can hear some of you saying well what about brokerage and gst well even if you take all of these costs into consideration you'll still be far better off exiting from an asset that is falling in value. Besides, brokerage these days is next to nothing, and GST or next to nothing is, well, you know what it is, nothing much. The important thing is that you'll have retained all of your original capital or the majority of your original capital plus the gain you made. Now, if you can do this, then you'll be able to invest in another stock that is rising in value, meaning your portfolio returns will compound more rapidly. This is far smarter than holding onto stocks going downhill, not knowing when to sell, kills the majority of portfolio returns, increases risks, and your stress. So surely it makes far more sense for you to learn how to exit than guess all of the time. Now it's quite interesting to me when some people inquiring about our courses say to me that they are expensive when they're struggling with their trading. What they fail to realise is that their ignorance is costing them far more than our education. Now let's bring up the top 20 stocks and I'm going to share with you some examples of just what I've been chatting about. So let's bring up the top 20 stocks. So if I bring up here, we look at let's, well here's AMP, a so top 20 stock. We'll look at Woolworths again quite quickly. lendlease is a top 20 stock, but we can look at a few of them. If I bring up a monthly chart on this stock, you can see here, massive rises and big falls now if i use my time tool and we can see this large fall here that took 17 months to fall away now if you'd sold out somewhere up here you still wouldn't have got your money back and at this point in time if you hadn't sold up here you'd be sitting on that stock that you had in your portfolio would now be down 83.7 percent from where it was so exiting pays in this point in time let's go and have another look at another example if you we had this move up through to here if that one down to this point in time it's 53 months at this point in time and again hasn't risen back up from that point of view let's now look at Farmers, another big stock uh, big top 20 stock and i'll put it on here time price measure here's a previous move and if i put my pointer on it come on get on there, and we go down here 18 months falling away now how long did it take to make back up to that level again now let's go across here and let's put it onto this bar here and you can see 68 months just to get back up to sorry 69 months to get back up to the same price that it was before and in the meantime you've lost 66.4% on another big blue cheap stock let's look at another place here here's a high here it fell away for 13 months over a year and put it on here and to get back to above that it wasn't 29 months as you can see there hopefully you can see that 29 months to get back to the same price and in the meantime you had your your value of your share 34.15% falling away so you're getting the picture if you exit take your profits get into another stock because if you'd moved into if you'd moved out of a stock a different stock and put your money into Wes Farmers, and you put it in somewhere in this run here you can see how this run is 114% wouldn't you rather got out of Wes, a stock here and then got into Wes Farmers through here and here's plenty of examples here let's even go and look at Telstra here here's another one look at this Telstra And this has been mainly bearish but you see this bullish move right up through to here let's look at this and you can do this i can see it all night and do these on the big stocks 40 months going down you'd still be no money if you'd sold out up here you would have got about six dollars and you could have been in bhp rio fortescue other stocks at this point in time but i think you're getting the point that if you're holding stocks because you're afraid to sell or you're afraid to take a loss or afraid to sell because you're losing some of your profits, then you are, you are in your decisions or your emotional decisions, you are costing yourself more than 30% of your portfolio and you're giving yourself really, really average returns. And I'm super serious when I say to people, your ignorance is costing you far more money than getting a really, really good education. And people don't quantify that. And, and you know, if you are seriously interested in learning how to do it properly then have a look at our courses because we'll stop all that is- issues for you because to me it's just stocks you just buy and sell not, i'm not emotionally attached to any stock that i own and, and i'm buying and selling i just get in and get out that's all it is and that's all should be for you they're just investments you know i don't you don't get emotionally attached to them same with property they say don't get emotionally attached to investment properties you don't buy an investment property because you like the bathroom and the kitchen you buy it because it's good investment not because you like the bathroom and you don't get emotionally attached to it but uh, um, I think it's about time we got into back into the chat forum now and had a look at some of the stocks on the chat forum so I think uh, we we finished off with Francis on Lendless before so I hope you've enjoyed that that little um, explanation I've done here but a lot of stuff I'm doing we put into presentations or we used to put into presentations for our students Um, so I'm condensing them a hell of a lot and, and obviously make them a, a lot shorter for you to help you but hopefully it's getting through to you that you need to sell stocks going down buy stocks going up uh mike williamson says hi Doug, could you have a look at flight center like this like the look of it traded above its previous peak and has three weeks up flight center is on here somewhere there it is so there's flight center we've got uh, from that low here in may we've got one two three four five uh, one was that one two three four five down for three up for two it's looking good bit of a little bit of a resistance here so i can understand why it slowed a little bit at this point in time but looks like it's um going up at this point in time i think it looks more bullish flight center is quite volatile and again you can see how many months did it go down here how many months did it go down here and if i look at here if you'd sold out up there you would have taken you four years to get back up to where you had it um, so again it's just constant this but right now it's a little bit weak i wouldn't suggest it's going to be super super strong through here a little bit of resistance sort of around that sort of 45 46 dollar mark but i do like it at this point in time i would wait for it to strongly sort of break above that 44.28 so 44 what's that 44 57 i'd really wanted to get through about 45 46 dollars before i'd start to get too excited about it but um is looking a lot more interesting at this particular time so um let's keep going i know there's there's so many of these things at the moment the different um questions so sorry if i'm not going to get to yours today um rb says new farm so have i got new farm up there i think i've got it somewhere haven't i there it is there's the next one new farms looking really good at the moment but still too early to buy it came very very heavily fell heavily down into june a big big heavily fall a heavy fall but right this point in time Um, as you can see there's 61% but right now it is looking better Um, if it got through that sort of 460 area and started moving up into there then I would get quite excited about it but right now it does look all right, so good stock to pick at this point in time I'm not sure what your rules are um, but is looking good that's RB so good pick I would say from that point of view um nelson Abela says hi dar what's your view on anz at the present time i already own some shares in it however was thinking about buying more in at the present keep up the great shows really enjoy them thank you um and nelson so anz maybe that's the next one there it is it is the next one um bearish at the moment um i'm not sure why you bought more into it actually this is probably our least favorite bank Combanks, banks our more favorite bank uh, westpac is not so bad but anz right now i'm not sure of this bank and uh, i'm not it's not really really super strong so i'm not sure why you bought more into it um but that's your choice uh, depending on your view if you've got a, a longer term view uh, you're not going to lose money if you hold banks for long periods of time you know 10 years plus but you make far more money trading the banks and, and a lot of you have mentioned my book go and look at my book yeah, just trading Combank and these banks you'll make far more money buying in and out of them and holding for long periods of time and you'll seriously understand how you can increase your portfolio returns by 30 percent it's not that hard um, if you've got some rules if you're trading without rules and you're guessing a lot more you're not going to get the extra 30 percent you're going to continue to struggle and to me that's why it pays to get a good education and when I mean the pays to get a good education you might shed loads of money that's really what it's about uh, and you will do that um, we've got um kurt stevens he says asx is making a descending triangle on a daily chart let me bring up asx he said descending triangle on a daily chart big deal um, sorry big deal it's a daily chart doesn't really really mean too much and i'm not trying to be rude to you but it really doesn't mean much um, on the daily chart is this a down leg happening and what do you think of beta shares bear etf as a short-term trade to the bottom of the pullback um, bottom of what pullback um, that's my question um, I i'm not a big etf person i really don't like them especially index ones but if you think our market's going to fall away heavy then go i don't have an issue with going into a bear etf but asx is bullish right now have a look at it look at the monthly chart don't look at daily charts and if you're not sure why go back and look at my recording uh our live show from i think two or three weeks ago guys when i talk about daily versus weekly if you're looking at daily charts then you're going to get it wrong a hell of a lot of times and right now you know this is a little little pattern it's making but right now i don't suggest asx is going to fall away um, until it tells me and it, it may fall away for one or two weeks but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be in a bear market but again if you want to trade an ETF or buy an ETF called bear if you think the market's going down then that's your choice um, the market will be moving down into a low in sort of August September or sort of September Octoberish um, but I don't expect it to be a huge fall so you've got to time your entry and exit into that properly otherwise you're not really going to make a lot of money I find quite often it's better to exit your stocks and then come back in later Uh, and we did a lot of extensive testings of putting like put options on stocks and portfolios warrants protecting portfolios and we found the exit strategies that we teach in our course absolutely streets ahead by then taking hedging positions on things like etfs um, options warrants uh, those sorts of things if you use the right exit strategies you won't need to put the protection in uh, because in terms of using instruments those like options warrants um, FX and, and obviously ETF to be, uh, to protect that downside because you really go into a nil-sum game in a lot of those things if you're protecting your portfolio we'd rather just exit come back into the load at a lower price point and you make far more money without all that and I won't go into detail how it happens but we did a lot of research Ren and eye on hedging and, and protecting portfolios um, so for our managed accounts that we actually do manage um, what have we got here um rec 276 learn trying to learn i'm glued i'm getting a book oh thanks well done um, francis gobbler wrecked oh, okay have both books francis you're a greedy person having both books let me is there any more stocks here i'm just flicking through down um wow there's so many comments um Getpert says i recently got VMY small cap not really my thing but uh, that's how it looks let's just bring that up and we'll have a look at that um vmy um vimy resources Ah, yeah it's very much small cap isn't it look at that um looking a little bit better but it's still it's very i would say it was probably come back into this sort of area very in not too distant future probably come back to this six cent area let's bring that up Um, it is looking a little bit more bullish and but does look very very yeah, liquid look at that it's quite a liquid here so look at that um, volume 1.2 million shares on a six cent stock so it's not a lot of dollars always multiply that trading volume by dollars to see where you're at and here we got 2.7 million shares today we had 3 million shares at seven cents so it's not a lot of cash in there um, but I would suggest this move up it's not going to last too long it'll probably come back into that um area through here again um at this point in time so but good luck have a stop loss on that for yourself um let me go and have a look um pedro hey dale newbie here welcome pedro welcome to the show um what did you say there pedro says loving your show thinking of undertaking a diploma course i hope you do it's great course i think you'll love it i'm sure other people will tell you that that are uh, any of our diploma students are on curious to know your thoughts on pls hopefully chat to you in the future i think you you could buy me a beer i think or maybe i have to buy you a beer i'm not sure but uh, maybe we'll do that but pls let me just bring that up for you and there we go asx Pilbara minerals look at that um, bearish simple it's really really simple this is bearish it's probably if you're a newbie um i would stay out of this stock at this point in time but right now like all i can see is it's probably going to come down into this sort of area here um at this point in time so nothing good i can't give any good news here uh, at this point in time pedro sorry about that matey um it's me baldy b happy birthday dar thanks i'm drinking gentleman jacks to celebrate thank you that's good i like a bit of jack daniels i like a bit of maker's mark too i like that one as well um happy birthday dar thanks guys um costa group yeah we talked a bit about that with greg um holding woolworth david matthew says i'm holding woolworth how well is it trending up at the moment we did talk about uh, did we talk about woolworth earlier yeah we did so sorry so we talked about woolworth earlier so if you didn't see that please go back on that one we've got about five minutes left guys so brython says hi Dale, bill here brought accelerate your wealth last week i'm glad i did it also use it to refer back to you during your show love it thanks matey i'm really pleased for that um boris is asking for gor i've never heard of that stock gor let me have a look at that gold road resources that looks bullish doesn't it looks really really nice i've never seen this stock um, looks like it did a backdoor listing somewhere back in december 2010 a bit vertical this is probably the only thing that would worry me here it's a little bit vertical at this point in time and it needs it will need to come back to its if you look at it, stocks will trend on an angle as you can see now this i'm just using the trend line tool here and generally they'll float up along their momentum because the market moves in momentum and volatility and it's really important you understand this as everybody is the market moves in time price and pattern but it creates its volatility and momentum that you want to look at because they're the metrics the big inter-town look at and they're always measuring momentum and volatility and you hear it when they talk about things so what we're talking about is is stocks will always have their momentum and then they get volatile for certain periods of time say it's reporting seasons or around reporting season they might have announcements they're doing so they get more volatile for a period of time they also get people get excited about them and they might people might be chatting from on chat forums all sorts of stuff and so they'll take off and create more volatility so their price rise or their price fall may not make sense in fundamental terms it's just what's happening because like at an auction if people really really love a house it may be worth x but they play x plus 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 because they really love the house and they're not being logical about it and a lot of people say to you know to me hey the market's just mathematics and well to some degree it really is mathematics but it still runs on fear and greed and if people think a stock should be um, trending up and and they're going to make more money they're going to keep buying and we saw um, people do that with Telstra, taking it to all-time highs. We saw it with Bitcoin, absolute classic example. People didn't think they could lose money on Bitcoin. And only today, I was just chatting to one of the uh, um, guys who works with us on our managed account service. And uh, he was talking about um, talking to some guy, he said, I'm ready for you to manage my money because I've started trading Bitcoin and I've lost it. You know, that sort of stuff. And we hear those stories all of the time people speculating markets they shouldn't be in but looking at this at this point in time i would suggest this vertical move if you're looking at that it's the strongest move it's had since way back here so i'd suggest it would slow down and come back i'm not suggesting it's going to fall away and be bearish i'm just saying if you're not in it right now don't get into it and if you are in it just hang tight it looks really 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 nice um what do we got else here Uh, oh majid how you doing majid Um, hi Dale just wanted to say thanks a lot almost finished my module three of the diploma loving it good forward to learning more well thanks Majid Um, Dale Thomason evening Shane Shane Um, wow a lot of questions Um, it's me Boldy B hey Dale I'm sticking with ADT long-term hold ADT let me have a look at that is that the one I already looked at earlier no I didn't did I um long term well, i'm not interesting long term it doesn't have a lot of history right now i don't have a problem with you sticking to it i just put an exit strategy on it uh, in case it does it was particularly when i bought it it was purchased when i first started i'd like to hear an update as you did mention them a few weeks ago I think this is the stock that uh, you are talking about. Right now it looks quite right. We have one, two, three, four, five weeks up. I reckon one or two weeks down and it'll take off again. But right now I do like the stock at this point in time. So don't be too worried about it. Um, uh, what have we got there? Barry Ward says, hi Majid. Okay. Um, Harmony Green. Hi Dale. Any thoughts on MGF? Looking great after a nice sideways move. Looking steep at this point. From Harmony, I that's a new name I haven't heard um what are we looking at MFG, magellan okay here we go look at that very very vertical see that one that's hugely vertical um, on the monthly chart and really looking at the monthly chart does help you i would suggest it uh if you're not in it already uh, i don't okay. suggest you get into this at this point in time um looking very very steep at this point in time you're totally correct um but again if you've got the right rules on here and you've got a nice trend line in or a some sort of solid exit strategy on this stock then i would suggest it's you know it will just come back to its normal movement but big long sideways move broken out but just put an exit strategy on this whether it's 15 percent below let's say if it falls away from this current high let's say if it does do that and i'm not suggesting it will do that Um, but if it does you just exit 15 percent from a high so that would get you out at around about roughly where my trend line roughly is there so around about 48 41 Um, but there's other exit rules that we would use on this stock as well so right now it does look pretty good from my mind but uh, as i said there's a lot of people on uh, asking a lot of questions um, and i can't get to all of you at this point in time and i'd love to be look uh, getting to all your questions Um, but um just want to talk to you a couple of things now a couple of months ago i offered to personally mentor 10 people who are serious about wanting to trade properly now we've got many wanting to take up the offer in fact took a lot of people wanting to take up the offer but i could only take on 10 and since then a couple have had to pull out of the mentoring due to some work and other commitments and i've been working with the others um, and doing that it does take a little bit of my time but this spells opportunity for you um, so if you want to send uh, through an email, if you're looking at doing our diploma course and you're really serious about wanting to put the time and effort in to learn how to be a really, really good trader, um, basically no time wasters, it's it really, and I'm not trying to be rude to anybody, you need to be serious about trading. So if you want to join our diploma course, I've got a couple of spots there for people to be personally mentored by me now to qualify for that you need to have a bit of a chat with us so you'll need to chat with our team and they'll give you the the rules around what we need you to do to to qualify to become one of those a couple of people that i have there is a qualification i don't take everybody and i don't mentor too many people personally one-on-one so if you are looking um, at our diploma course seriously and you really do want to become a kick-ass trader and and improve your portfolio returns by 30 percent or more um, then please send an email through to info at wealth within and in the title of that uh, email put uh, in the title just put 10 traders and they put your name um, and your details and when the good time is for our guys to give you a call so they can have a little bit of a chat with you about how to qualify to become one of those um, couple of traders that I am looking at but um, um, I hope you've enjoyed tonight's show and thanks for participating it's been awesome Uh, there's been as you can see so many people participating on the chat that I just couldn't keep up with it on my own I really probably could do about three hours um based on that chat and yeah you're probably saying yeah they'll keep going but my wife does like to see me um but as again thank you very much for participating your questions have been awesome if you'd like to see the show grow because i've got lots of different ideas and i do want to break the show into a couple of different areas like investing and trading and those sorts of things and lots of ideas that i want to do you know it really does work for us if we work together and uh, last week we had a record number of people on it and obviously We've had an enormous amount of people watch it since then. So that's fantastic. If you've liked our show and you've shared it with your friends, please help us to help you by doing it so remember to share it on your social media with your friends and colleagues Uh, you'll be helping somebody else and at the same time be helping us to do more for you and if we work together we can all benefit uh, greatly from doing this also make sure you put the show on your calendar so you're back online next tuesday at 7 p.m now if you cannot be with us live next week we're always happy to receive your questions so send them through to info at wealthwithin.com dot au and just type wealth within live into the subject and i remember i had three emails earlier on so they always get read out now that brings us to the end of the show now we really hope you enjoyed it as much as i have in presenting it to you i think i've earned the beer or the bourbon um, and i uh, put that put my UGG boots on in the warm but as always thank you for taking part and we'll see you again next tuesday night at 7 p.m but for now goodbye good luck and good trading thanks for listening.